Good morning. It's the 16th of August. It's a Wednesday and we're looking at Romans chapter 11 verses 1 to 2, 13 to 15, and 28 to 32. Now, as we read earlier this week, owning connection to God's heart can sometimes leave us in a place of frustration to where the idea that we might somehow reach the lost becomes more like a fantasy than a possibility. But when we remember that we too were once enemies of grace or enemies of God due to our own evil behavior and yet for mercy's sake restored to God's grace. We're more to, apt to translate the word somehow to personally mean someday. God does not regret grafting us into his family, nor does he regret making Israel his chosen people, which tells us that our Lord will not take away his promises to those that turn away from him. Someday, that ever-present word will break through the barriers of rebellion held in check by the lost that we love. Remember that God's word will not return void or empty. Someday, our loved ones will be lifted up. That is our hope. And we own this hope because we have Christ whose promise of eternal life still remains for all in this world to receive. But yet for some reason, despite the assurance of God's abundant and ever-present grace, there can still be unrest in our spirit over this matter. I personally would be content with the hope of someday if my heart was not still wrenching over the possibility that each day that passed might mean the last day to receive Christ. Listen to Paul testify about this very concern. Romans chapter 9 verses 1 to 3. Paul says, I am telling the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience testifies with me in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing grief in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed, separated from Christ for the sake of my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh, who are Israelites, to whom belongs the adoption as sons. Paul was willing to trade his salvation for the salvation of his people, because he knew the price that would be paid for anyone that rejected the covenant promise of the Messiah. Paul's words of grief denote a desire to personally make a difference and to act now. Curse me now, Lord, if it means sparing my people. I don't know if you or I have been willing to make that same offer in exchange for salvation of those you love. Nor should you. There is, however, something that we can do. Something that promises to make a difference beyond bringing the verboten topic of Jesus up at the dinner table once again. It has nothing to do with a personal curse. It's change. You and I, we, can simply pray. Let us pray. Lord God, open my heart to the right words to pray to you about those I love who do not know you. Lord, open your ears and your heart to my cries of mercy. Amen. You and I, 
we, we can pray. Pray for the ones you love. Pray for the ones you think are lost. Pray for yourself. God will hear your heart. God willing, he'll either give you the word or somebody the words to share with the ones you love. Go in peace. Pray to God. See you all tomorrow.